Welcome to Don't Touch That Dial, a classic TV podcast. Did you grow up in the 70s and 80s? Did you rush home from school to watch reruns of The Brady Bunch and The Partridge Family? Is Adam West your favorite Batman? Did you make sure you got your homework done early on Tuesdays to watch Happy Days and Laverne and Shirley and stayed home on Friday nights so that you didn't miss an episode of Dallas? On each episode of Don't Touch That Dial, three guys who love TV will look back on those days and talk about the shows and stars that made watching television before streaming, DVRs, and even VCRs so special. We'll dive deep into our favorite shows, debate classic episodes, and talk about the trends that made watching TV all those years ago a whole lot of fun and a little wacky. So come and knock on our door, take a seat, pour yourself a glass of Orange High C, and get ready to have fun and hopefully some laughs as we look back on an era of great shows, Static, and Seven Channels. All right, welcome everyone to Don't Touch That Dial, a classic TV podcast. My name is Anthony Steckert, and I'm in a very Brady mood, which is perfect because today we are going to be talking about one of the definitive shows of the 1970s, The Brady Bunch. And I'm Jody Schwartz, and I'm pretty much in a very Brady mood every day of the week. I am Keith Loria, and my life is all about the Bradys. Perfect. Before we get to the Bradys, let's talk about some things that have happened in the world of classic TV over the past few weeks. The first story I want to mention is that Henry Winkler is publishing a memoir. And for anybody listening, over the course of our episodes, you will be hearing a lot about Happy Days and Henry <laughs> The name of his book is Being Henry, The Fonz and Beyond. And I guess just real quick, we don't want to spend too much time on this, but just to ask each of you, what do you definitely expect to be mentioned in the book? And what's one thing about Winkler's career that you hope is mentioned, but might, but isn't exactly a guarantee? Keith, why don't you start? I'm guessing he's going to be talking about some of his newer projects, such as Barry and the books that he writes, which I think are pretty important. Obviously, I'm guessing at least half the book will be about Happy Days and the Fonz. <laughs> and uh, one thing I, I would hope that he would discuss, and he probably might mention, is the Jump the Shark episode specifically and talk about how that changed TV. I don't know what his feelings are about that, if if he thinks that's an insult or if, if he agrees with kind of the thing about that. I think he kind of goes along with it, but I've, I've heard interviews with him. I'm not sure he's thrilled about it, but he kind of goes along with it. Right. So. Yeah. So I think I think he's going to spend a lot of time also talking about special needs children because he he found out later in life that he had dyslexia or whatever it was. He is a I guess the father of a special needs child. I think that's going to have a big is going to be mentioned a lot in the book. I do hope and I hope he does talk about the one and only, which was a movie I've uh, seen a couple of times. I actually saw it recently on YouTube, and it's it's a funny movie. And it's still I, good. Yeah, it's still it's it's just you know it's goofy and it's and it's it's you know it's really it, it, it's like a wide range of him being goofy and it, it's a good performance and I, I I hope that Carl Reiner directed it right yes and yeah. and you could see it you could see you know it's got a very Carl Reiner quality to it and he's just fantastic all right I'm hoping the whole book is about Monty. <laughs> But no, I, 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 more seriously, I hope he talks about the movie Heroes. That's a movie that I yep. like a lot. I think it's very forgotten, yep. very underlooked. And there's key stuff there. Because is that Harrison Ford's first post-Star Wars movie? Yep. And obviously Sally Field. And Sally Field is yeah, in yeah. it. What I'll add about it, too, is it's, you're right about it's, it, it, you, it. You never see it pop up anywhere. Yeah. You know, it's, it's even hard to find on YouTube. You know, in terms It's of actually the, showed up on Netflix a couple of times. I'm not sure if it's on there now, but it does pop up um, now and then. But also. So 
you know, a very anti-war sentiment to it. It's yeah, just, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, Vietnam yeah. War movie. Early movie. V, yeah, and, and that's I think shouldn't be forgotten. It wasn't, you know, there weren't like this array of war movies, you know, you know, anti-war movies at that time. It came out. Uh, so yeah, all right. The second story I want to talk about briefly is Tony Danza being mean to some guy on the red carpet. <laughs> uh, it's the opening night of this musical, New York, New York. I, I don't know what Tony Danza is expecting from a red carpet interview. Yeah, Jody. <laughs> Did he ask him about the last episode of Who's the Boss? And there was a there was, there was a uh, there was an issue. What 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 happened? <laughs> he, I think, you know. Okay, sorry, Keith. Go ahead. I think Tony was hoping to sing New York, New York, like he did in Taxi that one episode. <laughs> but it's the opening of a musical called New York, New York. So the red carpet guy is asking everyone the same questions, and he asks a cute question: "What's your favorite New York food, pizza or a hot dog?" And Danza responds, "Come up with better questions." And walked away. So I'll say if we ever do get Tony Danza on our podcast, we will only, I'm going to ask him how he feels about Benjamin Netanyahu trying to restructure the Israeli <laughs> Supreme Court. Yeah, I really want his take on the upcoming election. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you asked me that, Jody. So. And actually, there was an episode of Taxi where they're talking about their fantasies, and I guess his fantasy is to be smart, and he has, um, I forgot who it was, but he has a news guy in, in the back of his car, in the back of the cab, and he's giving him all his, uh, you know, political inputs, and yeah, he's yeah. actually taking to, and it turns out the guy is going to a thing called the Gathering of Smart Guys, <laughs> and he thought that Tony could be a speaker at that, so I, I, I think that's what should be brought up when you ask about better questions, I think. Yeah. He has a little history of this, too, because he was once, the, he was doing one of those local morning shows and it was like that thing where you could I don't know if the host I don't know if this was on the air or just the host could hear him in her microphone and he was like saying oh I'm on another one of these stupid morning shows where they talk about stupid stuff and so it seems to have it for a guy who should be happy that anybody wants to talk to him <laughs> but uh, anything else about that Keith you want to say or pass Yes, okay. Keith does not want to get on Tony Davis' bad side. I do not. <laughs> can, can, can I say that there was a time when, because he has a boxing background, there was a time when he actually was, his opinions on fight were sought after. And I've heard from people I know in boxing that he wasn't always nice when you called him ask, yeah, to ask questions. Who was his trainer on the taxi episode? Or manager? I know Alan Arbus was on one playing Carlos Palomino's trainer. Oh, um, he was the yeah, other yeah, guy's yeah, trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Carlos Palomino. Palomino was the other guy, the former welterweight. Okay, you're yeah, right. Yeah, All, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right, our last news story is perfect for this episode. The Brady House is for sale, so you might want to call your realtor. A few years ago, HGTV bought the house, and they made it the basis for a show, a very Brady renovation. I didn't watch it, but I think all the kids were involved. Kids, they're 60, <laughs> but I think they were all involved, right? They were, yeah. yes. I actually yeah. watched it. You watched it? it? Oh, okay. I, I had never watched that channel. I never watch the show but you know had to watch that very very did they, like, did they have the kids actually doing things like oh yeah they, yeah they were they were doing everything they were sanding they were painting they were wallpapering wow well, well, <laughs> right. i'm sure that's where uh, barry williams thought he would be and um, so and they made the house look exactly like the brady house inside. Uh, uh, 100 it was amazing like yeah, they got the pictures. furniture it's, yes yeah. they, they got yeah. the horse 
Oh yeah, they oh yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. They went yeah. to antique shops. They went to design firms. It, it really, you should really should watch it. Yeah, that and, would be so great if the if the antique shop refused to sell them. Like one, <laughs> like, like like I would totally like like those guys on Porn Stars. I would have I would have totally. Uh, did they keep? Did they buy that furniture, or did they make the furniture? Do you know? Or? It was a little bit of both. A little bit of both. So wow. sometimes they had to buy something that looked similar, and you know they would like recushion it or do things like that. So all right, and they're selling the house i think as you, with with all that stuff with everything included so if yeah. every listener of this podcast just gives us a dollar we probably <laughs> will have enough to buy it i think so they're asking 5.5 million dollars so yeah like i said every <laughs> listener gives us a dollar that's about where we are so so essentially someone who buys this house now going to own a house that looks exactly from the, even from the inside like the like the house yes. on the show yes, yes. <laughs> so you're going to live in the 70s basically <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I think Lance Bass is trying to buy it. He's trying again. Yeah, I know yes. he tried because uh, HDTV, HGTV kind of outbid you know, him, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but all right, cool. I bet you Charlie Sheen ends up buying it, <laughs> <laughs> knowing it, without knowing it. <laughs> So, well, let's let's get to our topic of the Brady Bunch. We're pretty much just going to talk about our favorite episodes. Does anybody want to go into some background on it? I mean, it was a, it started in the 60s, but it really took off in syndication. Yep. Critically hated, yep. right? Yep. So, but loved by all of us who came home from school every day and watched it, right? People of our age would probably have no memory of it first run. It would be just syndication. No. And yeah, yeah my, my whole history with that show was, you know, coming, like you just said coming home from school early evening and it was on usually twice a day yeah usually twice a day and maybe not so much now but like through most of my life i can't remember a time when it wasn't on at least some time and i remember i guess i was still in elementary school being sick and being surprised and being home on a weekday and being surprised to find out it was actually on in the mornings um some channel had it on like eight o'clock in the morning yeah Uh, so yeah it's it's a you know it's it's a uh, cornerstone of anyone's uh you know anyone's childhood right and it's it's probably one of the first shows that we watched multiple times like the same yep. episode over and over yep. in reruns so we've probably what seen these shows a dozen times at least yeah. each yeah, yeah. probably yeah. more i i would say like trying to remember the first time i watched the brady bunch would be like trying to remember the first time i breathed yep i, yeah. I can't remember i it was just always there yep. you, you know what's interesting too with that that christmas one they only made one christmas episode there was only you know you know obviously later on they made other things but but they the original run of the show had one christmas episode which was the first one the first season and their first christmas together and they didn't always show that in the in the rerun order so so you could watch you could be watching the show every day for a while they would usually only show it around christmas time oh all right I so i that. i was actually watching the show for a couple of years but before i actually saw that christmas episode and i and i remember thinking wow this is like some sort of i i you know this is some sort of special it's just a regular episode but they just didn't put it in the uh the rotation um, all all the time so i I actually watched an episode last night and my daughter was watching and with me a little bit and she was really amazed at how quickly all the kids came to just calling mike and carol mom and dad yeah like yeah <laughs> there was no baggage there. Yeah. Just, the, yeah. the interesting part of that too is that if the very first episode, it seemed like they would go in that direction because yeah. Greg was actually calling her Carol, and and it was this thing, and then they just they just went the hell away from that, you know, like starting with the second episode. There was maybe one episode where there was some adjustment, and then uh, and then after that. <laughs> 
Isn't there an early episode where I think Carol says to one of the boys, the only steps in this house are the steps yes. in the... That's so that, Bobby. That was yeah. one, it was Bobby. Yeah. Yeah, that was Bo- one Bobby episode. gets it into his head because he's watching Cinderella. <laughs> 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 the episode begins with Bobby and Cindy watching Cinderella. I don't know what you know which, which version of Cinderella, but they were watching Cinderella, and Bobby got in his head that, that this, is, uh, this, is, this is what it is. And uh, that's when they get on that bike. Well, they were going to get on okay. that bike, and, uh, and Michael learner tells him whoever gives him this bike is going to win his love forever and i'm like what <laughs> michael learner is the bat the bike salesman he just died recently. i don't remember that yeah he's the, uh, that was michael learner right. yeah he's he was the bike salesman and he um and they're like it, it looked like a normal bike but he's trying he's hyping it up of how great it is and then they the final touch is the nameplate and then he's like whoever gives him this bike will win him over for life and uh carol and mike just took him seriously at that and said maybe we should wait on this you know <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, wow, he's going to, you know, they're going to take parenting advice from him. This is great. And he was going to run away because he was he was upset. And Mike I remember was gonna, that. Yeah. That I vaguely mean, yeah. remember. I that. Carol said she'd go with him. And that's sort of that's how it uh, you know. All right. had the suitcase and everything. I remember I had the suitcase. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, I, you know, I don't know where they were. I, I would have thought it would. I think they should have let him walk out the door to see where he would have gone next. I always, I, always, I always thought they blew it on that one. <laughs> I think that's what parents did in the 70s. Yeah. Let him run away. He'll, oh, yeah. He'll come back. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that my parents would have noticed right away. (laughs) (laughs) I remember a a friend of mine's brother ran away and one of the other brothers said, "Ah, he'll be back by dinner. All right. So let's uh, let's just each of us talk a little bit about our favorite episodes, our favorite episode, more specifically. And um, let's start with Keith. All right. So I am uh, a big musical fan. I I always love shows when they do singing episodes. So with that, my favorite episode is the Silver Platters episode, which is Ah. titled Amateur Night. So the background is pretty much they want to get an anniversary gift for their parents so they get this nice silver platter and they Jan is in charge of the gift and wants to get all their names inscribed but she thinks that it's about 85 cents for the all their names when it turns out it's 85 cents per letter so now they need money what are they going to do what talents do the Brady's (laughs) have well surprisingly they can sing all of a sudden Um, and they go on this uh, talent show to try to win the money and they come in third place they don't win the money, but th- what they do is uh, Alice sees them on TV, calls in the parents. They get to watch them, see their kids. That's enough of an anniversary gift for them. And, you know, it's it's a beautiful story. And they come home with a plaque, which coincidentally has all their names inscribed on it. Too bad they couldn't just put that on the silver platter. <laughs> but Bobby asks the host of the show, how much do you charge a letter when, when, when he presents <laughs> Yes, but some great songs, you know. That, yeah, it's that, a good song. Yeah, is so, that keep on, keep on, keep on moving? Is that that song? No, it's the other one. Oh yeah, it is. No, it is. No, well, there's two songs in the episode. There's two. It's Sunshine Day and Keep. Oh, they do both keep in the same episode. Yeah, they, they do both because one is to get on the show. Yeah, they try out with the Sunshine. Show. Yeah, yeah, yes. Sunshine Day is the tryout song. Exactly. And again, yeah. the Brady's have had some other singing episodes as well, but but yeah. this is my favorite one. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Wow, I didn't know both yeah. those. I didn't know two. both those songs were in the same episode. Yeah. It's like a Beatles album. <laughs> it's the Brady White album. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. How about you, Jody? What's your favorite episode? All right. I really I have two, and one of them is a two-part one. But I'll start with Marsha's nose with the football, and not so much because of the scene where it's like, ow, my nose, ow, my, which is hysterical enough. But the whole premise of the thing is she has a date with this guy who has a crush on her who's 
a nerdy guy, Charlie Anderson. And then a, a popular, better-looking guy named Doug Simpson asks her out, and now she's trying to get out of that, and she goes to Greg for advice, who comes up with, just tell Charlie something suddenly came up. And she says that works for him all the time, just saying something suddenly comes up. I gotta tell you, I've tried it never. That doesn't work. <laughs> but she tells Charlie that, and then she gets hit in the nose, and now her nose is all swollen. And then later in the episode, Doug Simpson tells her that something suddenly came up when he sees her, uh, her swollen nose. She still goes to the dance with Charlie, and by the time the dance happens, the nose is back to normal, and you know, you know, Charlie's Charlie's a big winner there. But just hysterical, just watching Greg give uh, give Marsha dating advice. The other thing was the the Hawaii one when they had that thing on their neck that was, was oh, a sure. curse, the tiki, the tiki. Yeah, thank you, the tiki, which was a curse, and then apparently, like Vincent Price really wants it, and then kidnaps the uh, <laughs> kidnaps the Brady boys, which is and actually has them tied to Big Tiki. <laughs> so that's actually a trilogy. They started this season with yeah. three episodes. All were great. Yeah. And oddly enough, or annoyingly enough, not all of those episodes are on Paramount Plus. The first one's really? not, but the second, yeah, yeah. Is that right? It's it's yeah. It seems to be that way with all those multi-parters. So I, I saw a comedian once in college who pulled out the Tiki message necklace and said, "Does everyone know what this is? This is the Tiki necklace that gave the Brady's all that trouble." And everyone laughed. And he said, "You know what's really sad? Every one of you knows what I'm talking about." <laughs> <laughs> not sad at all. Not sad at all. <laughs> you want to mention another episode, Jody? Go ahead. Well, those those were the two. Yeah, those. Oh, that's right. You mentioned. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right, I'm gonna go with the episode titled Mr. Personality and this is when uh, this episode starts off with Peter coming home from a party dressed in a jacket and tie. I don't know what was going on in junior <laughs> high school parties in the 60s and he's very bummed out and it's because some some moron kid at the party tells Peter he doesn't have a personality and I'm like where, where, do, we, where do we find that kid? Let's go to that kid's house. Because who's this kid who's telling someone else they don't have personality so. so he very very famous one of the most famous moments in the show he watches it's not really the Humphrey Bogart movie but it's like a play on to have to have or have not and uh, there's somebody doing a Bogart impression and he walks around pretending to be Humphrey Bogart and he famously asks what's for dinner and he's told pork chops and applesauce and he goes pork chops and applesauce wow is, is Bogart here <laughs> That was pretty damn good. Yeah, thank you, thank you. So, but um, he also did an English accent before that. He tried a very proper yeah. English accent before yeah. that. <laughs> And, and then the episode I, didn't. He, I'm sorry. Did, didn't he try to tell jokes as well? Yeah, that, yes. that that's what he. That was the personality he decided he was going to go with the 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 telling jokes. <laughs> and the episode ends. He start. He has a party to, so that he can tell his jokes. But everybody, other people finish his jokes. Yeah. He sulks, and then all of the girls surround him because he's sulking. And so good move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, in reality, I can tell you that sulking doesn't work with girls in high school. Worked for me. Or junior in high school. <laughs> favorite, you I might favorite? not have done it right. <laughs> you just got made fun of more. <laughs> look, look at the moron sulking. Dull and he's sulking. <laughs> But one of my favorite moments in the episode is Mike at one point says, if you don't like your personality, change it. <laughs> <laughs> Not be yourself. 
try to be someone else. <laughs> there's your seventies. Uh, there's your seventies parenting. So, and I, also, it looks like in one scene, it looks like Mike is cleaning his nails in bed, which is this, which is disgusting, right? Such a pristine guy, otherwise. <laughs> So, and there's also another story where Bobby and Cindy are into safety and they keep doing these safety drills. Yeah. And and like an episode of Seinfeld at the end, it all comes together. Because right. They Don't do they get the, him out of the house? Yes. They do the safety drill <laughs> during the party. And, I'm, you know, the A and B stories just came together beautifully. In that yeah. One. That was Jan at this party? Because they're like the same age, right? Don't they go to the... Yeah. Marsha was at it too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah Greg wasn't yeah. invited. Greg, Greg was like, I'm not hanging out with you losers. <laughs> There, there was there was one where um where Jan wanted to like have a new persona because uh yep. because she was the middle child sort of th- she felt like she was invisible and she put on that black wig yeah 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 <laughs> and yeah. um what's her name oh, I forget the actress's name now she was Felix's daughter in um, in the odd couple oh. uh, well, there were two Pam- Pamela Freilich Fry- right the, the voice of Lucy right yeah but she 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 was the person whose party that they're going to and uh, she like gives it a talk afterwards because they all laughed at her with the, with the wig and she felt and she left because she was upset and she's like we thought it had to be a joke because your own hair is so beautiful ah. and actually followed her to her house to tell her this and then brought her back to the party left her own party she yeah, left her own party <laughs> followed Jan home and then you know and then brought her back to the party I'm like wow that's uh, first of all how close do these people live together but also <laughs> <laughs> is that also the episode where Jan puts lemon on her face to get rid of her freckles correct okay. yes yes she's yeah. trying to look different than than uh, yeah and seconds after doing that she overhears Peter talking about this beautiful girl with freckles. With freckles, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good episode. Now, when we talk about favorite episodes, I mean, we could probably mention another 20. There, there are that many great episodes. Oh, yeah. It's, Iconic, yeah. Yes. And hopefully we will we will delve into some more yeah, future episodes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, right. you, you, you made a point before, though, I'm just going to say this, um, with the A and B story, because they always did an A and B story, and it was, all, you know, they they followed that pattern of a, of a more, I guess, more not maybe not serious, but the more overarching story, and then this sort of minor story which was just for, for laughs, but they always played it very well. It always, you know, it always, it always, it, it, they usually did come together pretty. They well. usually, I was wondering yeah. that because I, yeah. I don't, I don't that, yeah. I don't recall that that well. But that was, you yeah. know, that was the whole Seinfeld thing. Come up with an A yeah. and B story, sometimes a C story, and they would somehow all, you know, come together at the end. It, they stole it from the Brady's, <laughs> as did most people. <laughs> absolutely. All right. Well, hey, this was fun, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, well, thanks, thanks to everybody who listened, and feel free to comment on our social media and whatnot. Let us know your favorite Brady episode. And we will be back soon with another episode of Don't Touch That Dial. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Thanks for listening to Don't Touch That Dial, a classic TV podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe and please leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. We'll be back soon with another journey back in time to the days of static, laugh tracks, and seven channels.